Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of this podcast. Um, in this show, I'm going to try to cover everything that has to do with tech, um, from phones, cars, headphones, <laughs> the Roombas, and including smart homes, which I'm such a fan of. And uh, I know there's a lot of you out there like me who just love technology, and I'm going to try to do my best to bring you guys up with the latest news, leaks, whatever it may be. So thank you guys so much. Welcome to OBOS. All right, everyone, welcome to the first episode of this podcast. And in this episode, I am going to talk about the Google Pixel 4. Um, I know, like many others out there, I was really excited about this phone. I really, really couldn't wait for this thing to come out. And my coworkers knew that I was really excited about this phone. They just didn't know why I was willing to go with the Pixel over this iPhone that was going to come out or the S10. And not a lot of people out there understand technology um, like a lot of you out there. So it was really hard for me to explain. But it had to do with a lot of the technology that Google was showing us um, that it was going to have. I remember when the first commercial came out uh, for the Google Pixel 4, it was this lady that came out of the left side of the of the screen. And the phone was in the middle. It was dark. You couldn't see it, especially because it was it was flat, so your eye couldn't couldn't tell. But as soon as this lady got close to the phone, the proximity sensor went off, turned on the screen, and the face unlocked kicked in and it unlocked super quick. All this was happening within a second. As soon as the phone started seeing that someone was getting close, it turns on the screen, it checks your face ID, um, face unlock, sorry, and it unlocks your phone. Amazing. It was super quick, really, really quick. And then next thing you know, what is she doing? She's hovering her hand over the screen and and Spotify was was changing songs. It was skipping a song every time the woman... The woman, I sound like I sound very proper. The girl was swiping her hand and Spotify was switching. And no one knew what this was. Obviously, this was Project Soli. It was their Soli chip that Google added that lets all of this happen. And that was their big selling point. Um, so at first glance, you see this and you're like, man, this is technology that's this is really an advance in tech. This is really cool. It's a, a more hands-on phone. And I was really excited about it. Um, it just seems really cool on paper. I couldn't wait. Then the design started coming out. I personally liked it. Uh, a lot of people surprisingly don't, which is weird to me because I thought it looks pretty good. I thought, <laughs> I thought it looked really nice. The frosted glass in the back is a really nice touch. It feels really good. I like the accent border with the flat colors on it. Obviously, it's always going to have that accent color for the, for the power button. I thought it looked really cool. And then the specs started coming out slowly. And then that's when <laughs> that's when my my hopes and dreams and ambitions were crushed. Um, I wasn't really 
too happy with the specs. I firmly believe that there is a certain standard for smartphones in 2019, and I just didn't think Google was keeping up, or I don't think they were trying. Um, but you be the judge. Um, let's get into the specs. Let's start off with the things we already knew. It was going to have a sonar sensor. It was going to have a full screen display, obviously not including the forehead, but there was going to be nothing in the way as far as a notch. Um, we both know that the Pixel 3 XL had a huge, huge, um, it had a huge notch. It was really deep, deeper than the iPhones. And I think nowadays people are so used to the iPhone's notch that it, they don't even see it. Um, it's not really a big deal. But nonetheless, they were promoting a 90 hertz display. For those of you that haven't seen a 90 hertz display, just remember what our old um, plasma and LCD TVs used to look like. Um, normal, nothing, nothing different. Obviously, the colors were like better, and the TVs were thinner. But then mm, TVs with 60 hertz started coming out, and man, was that a change! Um, you can people couldn't understand like why it's just so smooth. It kind of give you a headache and and. Uh, and like motion sickness because everything was moving so differently. Um, it was just amazing. And it was awesome. So picture going from a phone with a regular display to a 90 hertz display. That's exactly what it looks like. And that was going to be this, this game changer for everybody. A lot of people were probably thinking of, you know, going to this phone. It's getting a little, a lot. Sorry, I can't speak. It's getting a lot of new technology this is Google stepping it up. It's going to be a competition for, for Apple. Um, but no, that was really, <laughs> that was really short, short lived. So that was the 90 Hertz, um, display that it was going to have. And then the battery and I'm, I'm trying to like tie these up together because I'm going somewhere with this 90 Hertz display means it's going to use more of the battery. It drains the battery a lot more than a regular screen. Um, so, in 2019, a world where everyone is giving out at least a 4,000 milliamp battery, Google decided to give us a 3,700 milliamp battery. Last year's Google Pixel 3 XL, 3,430 milliamp battery. So, is that really an upgrade? No, that's not an upgrade. Especially with a 90 hertz display, that sucker's going to use up a lot of that battery, especially for people that want the brightness all the way up, you know, to really enjoy it. It was not going to work out very good. And now the one thing that Pixel phones have been notorious for for a very long time, the camera. And I don't mean to um, keep on going back to Apple, Google, Apple, Google, but I mean, these phones are titans in the cell phone world, so you kind of have to compare it to something, right? Everyone saw the iPhone's three camera setup, and man, that was so cool. I mean, aesthetically, maybe it wasn't the most pleasing setup, and... 
I know that a lot of us now are probably used to it and we're like, oh, you know what? It looks good. I'm one of them. I really didn't like the design when it came out, but you know, you just get used to it. And Apple really does set the bar for, for design. A lot of phones try to copy the design. So um, anyway, this three camera setup, you have a regular camera, you have a telephoto and you have an ultra wide camera. Personally, that ultra wide is so fun to shoot with. You can really, you can take a picture of the same thing, the same object, the same scene, shoot one with a regular camera, and then shoot it with ultra wide. You get two completely different looks. So when Google showed off their camera setup, it had two. Now, I would have been okay with it if it was a regular camera. And then an ultra-wide camera. But Google said, and this is, I was listening to a podcast um, with the designer for the camera on Google's part. And they said, we think that people use a telephoto more. And, and And his theory behind it was, they look to photographers and they said, they use a certain type of lens, usual. I believe he said a 24 millimeter lens. Um, he said that that's their typical go-to lens on their camera. And then he said a lot of them always go higher up. They want more range. They go to a, a higher millimeter camera because they want that zoom. So they said, I guess people will want the telephoto better than the ultra wide. Uh, no, no. People don't want the telephoto. People really didn't want the telephoto, and they don't want the telephoto. If they have to choose between a regular camera and another camera, a lot of people wanted that ultra-wide camera. Um, Again, I have the Samsung Note 10 Plus, which I am such a fan of. I really like it. And that ultra-wide camera is my favorite thing to shoot with. It's such a fun camera. It's like shooting with a GoPro, but it's on your phone all the time. I think a lot of people would have rather have that. And that's honestly, honestly, sorry, one of the things that um, people just didn't like. In 2019, in a world where three camera setup is the norm, Google really, really um, went back maybe not even back, just kind of stayed in the same place, if that makes sense, with this uh, two-camera setup. The Pixel 4's astrophotography setup is insane. Um, For those of you that are not really familiar with using a DSLR, um, to get a picture like that, to take a picture of the stars when we, to the human eye, can't really see a star from far away, or can't really distinct it, a camera has to open its shutter for a really long time to let all that light in go to the sensor. And this takes a long time. It's not like, you know, when the shutter just takes a picture like that and then you see it on the other end. No, this shutter has to be open for a really long time. And I'm not sure how long, but it's a really long time. Think of like an hour or so or more. Um, I'll get the specs on that later. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are going to be like, you idiot, it's not, it's longer or shorter. I'm sorry. 
Um, but just to give you guys an idea that shutter has to be open for a long time. And you can do this with the camera, which is insane. That's that's pretty crazy. Um, but I don't know. Is everyone going to get a tripod? Because you do have to have a tripod or an incredibly, incredibly steady hand. I'm talking beyond surgical steady. Um, you have to have a shutter. And I'm sorry, you have to have a tripod. Leave it there for a little bit so it can take the picture. I don't know if everyone's going to use this. I don't know if the majority of people are going to use this. They're really advertising it. Um, Sprint, that's their selling point, I think, astrophotography. Which is so weird to me because Google said that the majority of photographers use a 24mm and they upgrade to a telephoto. That's why they only added a regular camera and a telephoto lens on the back. And they're saying that more people use this. They're really focusing on what the user wants, allegedly. If they were focusing on what the user wants, why did they add astrophotography if it's not really something that all the users are going to use? Mind you, it's a really cool feature. I know I would use it because I like being outdoors, camping, whatever. I could really, really think of good uses for this. But I don't know. Average consumer, are you really going to use it? Couldn't they have foreseen or foregone this feature and added something else? I don't know. Probably. But Google knows best. So at the end of it all, would you or should you buy this phone? And remember, this is from someone. This is coming from someone who was waiting and dying to get their hands on this phone. I really was overlooking the S10. I was looking the iPhone 11. I didn't care. I didn't want to know anything about it. I was set on the Google Pixel 4 from the beginning, even before seeing the release of the iPhone 11. I really didn't care. And my honest opinion, my honest answer, I'm really not a picky person when it comes to phone. I am a fan of everything technology, um, as I'm sure you guys are too. I would do a hard pass on this one, and it sucks to even say that because it's Google. They should know better. They have <laughs> so much. Um, they have means to to the internet. They know what people want. They know what people are expecting from a flagship coming coming out almost last in the year. It's like everyone's ready. They've seen everything, and now it's Google's turn. And I honestly think they didn't deliver, and it sucks. Why get a phone that doesn't have three cameras? Trust me, when you get an ultra-wide camera on your phone, you're going to want that ultra-wide camera. You're not going to want to buy a new phone, quote-unquote new, for 2019 that doesn't have the same basic functions that I think a phone in 2019 as a standard should have which is your regular camera, your ultra-wide, and your telephoto zoom lens. Um, yes, it has a 90 hertz display, but with the cost of Google adding a very, very, very small battery compared to other phones, for what it's using, uh, it's using sonar, it's using their radar motion sense, it's using a 90 hertz display, all those things added up together, it's not really a good buy.
your phone's going to be dying all the time, ridiculously. And nowadays, a lot of people are on the move. They use it as a GPS. They use it to commute. They use it uh, for work. It's just, it's sad. <laughs> it's really sad. So my honest opinion, don't buy it. There's a lot of other phones. Get the get the most for your dollar. Um, a, a lot of us work hard for our money. And the last thing I want to see is people just throwing their money away on this phone that really didn't deliver. Honestly, the iPhone 11, I'm not really an Apple fanboy, but it's a really, really, it's a great phone. It's a powerhouse of a phone. The Note 10, great phone. It's my personal phone, and I'm going to make a very, very detailed video, I'm sorry, podcast um, about that phone, and uh, I'll, I'm pretty excited about that one. You guys are going to like it. I really like the phone. So, I mean, if you're a Samsung fan and really want a powerhouse of a phone, um, stay tuned for the next episode for the Galaxy Note 10. Anyways, this is my first podcast. Please leave me a review. Let me know what you guys want to hear, what you think would be really cool to listen to. Um, Let me know how I did. If you guys thought I did something annoying. I don't know anything. Let me know. This is a really cool experience for me. I'm so excited to have this podcast and and stay tuned for a lot of other stuff. I'm going to try to get on here as much as I can and give you guys um, a lot of cool updates, leaks, uh, news, whatever it is. Thank you guys so much. Um, This is OBOS and I hope you enjoyed.